Joe Biden is officially set to become our nation's 46th president, but he may already be failing to live up to the expectations of those who voted for him. Hear why the Biden administration is facing harsh criticism today for its failure to solve the coronavirus pandemic. From The Onion and Onion Public Radio, I'm Leslie Price, and this is The Topical. If you thought the last four years were bad, just wait until you hear the next five minutes. Back in a moment. Grand Canyon University makes earning your degree possible with over 130 academic programs for traditional campus students with more than 80 bachelor's programs offered online. GCU provides you with the personal support you need from complimentary unofficial transcript evaluations within 24 business hours to scholarships, academic support, and your GCU graduation team led by your own university counselor. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Well, the election may finally be behind us, but the deadly coronavirus pandemic rages on, prompting many across the nation to decry the Biden administration's blatant inaction on the matter. Joining us now with more is OPR political health reporter Rebecca Neal. Hi, Leslie. So, Rebecca, it looks like President Biden is already failing to live up to some of his campaign promises. That's right, especially with regard to COVID-19. Mr. Biden has been the presumptive president for over six hours at this point, and so far there's been no call to action despite a, quote, rapid pandemic response serving as one of the cornerstones of the Biden-Harris platform. Instead, the economy remains shut down, people are out of work, health care is being stripped away from for millions of Americans when they need it most, America is falling apart under President Biden. That's strange, considering how wildly divergent it is from his campaign messaging. Has he taken any action at all, or is this just looking like another empty promise? Whatever he's doing, the fact of the matter is we're well into the first day of his presidency, and there is still no vaccine, and it doesn't sound like one is coming anytime soon. Here's a spokesperson for the Biden campaign at an earlier press conference. As president of the United States, Joe Biden will institute sweeping or Organized measures to curb the coronavirus epidemic that include a capable task force of scientists and infectious disease experts, a nationwide mask mandate, and comprehensive contact tracing as soon as he's sworn in. We will absolutely solve this coronavirus, and we will do it together, united, as strong and proud Americans. Okay, so what are they waiting for? It sounds like they're already making excuses for kicking the can down the road. That's exactly what everyone would like to know. And I did my best to find out. Unfortunately, it appears that President Biden has all but abandoned the American people in our darkest hour. Listen. Hello, you've reached the White House. Uh, yes. Hello. Is President Biden there? Um, not yet. No. What? Not until January. Where the hell is he? Delaware, I'd assume. Delaware? Oh, come on. That's right. Our new president hasn't so much as set foot in the Oval Office and even appears to have gone into hiding as people continue to die of a 100% solvable disease. Now that you mention it, last time I saw him, he didn't appear concerned at all. In fact, he was celebrating, smooching his wife, balloons, dancing, applause... It was disgusting. Speculation aside, the cold hard reality is the number of COVID-19 infections continues to grow steadily in the wake of Biden's election, and neither the president nor anyone in his cabinet has done anything overnight to prove they are up to the task of solving this pandemic. In fact, they seem outright disinterested as if it's just not their problem to deal with. I mean, at this point, one has to wonder, are we even that much better off than we were under President Trump? Well, a Gallup poll taken 45 minutes after the election results were confirmed already showed 
showed Trump leading in the race for 2024 by over 60 points as a result of President Biden's inaction. Mm -hmm. And it's not just split across party lines. Here's some lifelong Democratic voters on how his presidency is going so far. What is he even doing? He's known about this since January and has done nothing to stop its spread outside of his own precious pandemic bubble. Where is our vaccine, Joe? Do something. It is becoming increasingly clear with each passing hour that Corona Joe is in bed with China. That's the only explanation for his utter failure in stopping the virus from spreading. There is American blood on Joe Biden's hands, and I don't care if it's impeachment, the 25th Amendment, we have got to get this lame duck out of office. Well, there you have it. After just 360 minutes as commander-in-chief, President Joe Biden has already found himself at the center of his first scandal, Coronagate. You heard it here first, folks, and it is copyrighted, so if you're going to call it that, you got to Venmo me a buck. And I get half. Sure, Rebecca. That's OPR's Rebecca Neal. Back in a moment. Well, folks, now that the proverbial election bomb has dropped, it's time to sit back and unknowingly breathe in the news fallout. Here's what else you need to know today. The election might be over, but a peaceful transfer of power may not be coming for quite some time, as Donald Trump Jr. has announced today that he will be refusing to step down from his post as the president's oldest son. Trump believes his position was unfairly taken away from him and has stated that he unequivocally will not surrender the position to Hunter Biden under any circumstance and has even gone so far as to file a motion with the courts today that would cement him as president-elect Joe Biden's oldest son should he take office. And in California, the state has officially passed a ballot measure that will now allow rideshare companies like Uber and Lyft to categorize their workers as car parts. Uber CEO Dara Khosr Shahi spoke in favor of the new legislation, saying that it would, quote, finally give workers the same basic rights and protections as any other vehicle components, such as the muffler or brake pad. Khosr Shahi noted, however, that the ballot measure did not provide substantial health care benefits and it would require drivers to be swapped out every 5,000 miles. And finally, the presidential election might not have been the blowout Democrats had hoped for, but the left was able to beat out Republicans in the key arena of fundraising. And nowhere was that more true than in the Kentucky Senate race, where Mitch McConnell's Democratic challenger Amy McGrath is currently blowing her remaining campaign funds on a lavish concession bonanza. Take a listen. The McGrath campaign has reportedly had the party bumping into the wee hours of the morning all weekend and aren't showing any signs of slowing down yet. Sounds like a great time, Amy. You earned it. And that's the topical for today. I'm Leslie Price. We probably won't have another election for another four years or so, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't still like and subscribe to The Topical wherever you get your podcast, just in case something important happens between now and then. But to be honest, that's not very likely. And don't forget to sign up to become a member of The Topical's Patreon, where for as little as $5 a month, you'll get access to all kinds of exclusive news content, as well as my permission to use my newly trademarked Coronagate catchphrase, so long as it's only amongst close friends. And tomorrow on The Topical, there's at least one person who's in favor of President Biden's botched handling of the pandemic. We'll sit down with a mental health therapist who knows this whole goddamn gravy train of clients is coming to an end the second that vaccine is announced. And I'm sure the election being over isn't going to help either. All that and more tomorrow on The Topical. <laughs>